0: Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. I'm your host, Nick Palkuski, and here is Martin Grunberg. Martin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast.
1: Nikki P. It is terrific to be here. How you doing, buddy?
0: I am doing phenomenal. How are you doing?
1: <laughs> You're, you are always phenomenal. I'm, I'm doing great. It's, uh, it's been a crazy, as I was telling you, before we hit record. Uh, nutty couple weeks, but things are great. So uh, just eager to get back on the horse here.
0: Awesome, yeah, and I definitely know know what you mean. It's been kind of crazy here too the last couple, uh, you know, last couple of weeks, really. And this week's gonna be a little busy too. But it's it's awesome, love and life, and things are going good.
1: You know, I guess we could say things suck <laughs> and life is horrible, but. I- I'm not sure that's going to do us any good, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. Where's the fun in that, right?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, there's pro- that's a good point. There's probably not a lot of fun in it either. Um, all right, you got a GTR for me or do you want me to kick it off?
0: I do, yeah. Um, actually, I'm really excited because I am going to be moving very soon, moving to an apartment downtown, and I actually get to see the building, the actual apartment I'm going to be living in tomorrow. So that'll be exciting.
1: That is sexy. And uh, how big is it?
0: Uh, it's a good size, two bedrooms, so I get to have a full office now instead of just a little den, uh, you know, a little 8 by 8 box that I have right now. So it'll be nice. I'll have a full video studio in there as well, so I'm excited.
1: Wow, and and the girlfriend is not <laughs> not coming with you there?
0: Uh, actually, yes, she is. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just leave it at that. So my GTR, and this is it's actually quite a bit... Uh, funny in that, so I've been taking <laughs> I've been taking you through this whole soccer drama. It seems like every GTR or every other one is about the fourteen year old and soccer and great lessons. But a few episodes back, I was telling you how they're in the state cup. Yes, and they actually made it. <laughs> I can't remember where I left off, but it was something like the round of thirty two. And at that point, we were playing kind of with the house's money, I thought. Um, she's She just, you know, first year joined this team, and, and they were kind of overachieving, maybe. I mean, they're a really good team, but they're playing against a lot of really good teams in the State Cup. Well, then they get to the round of 16, and then they make it to the Elite Eight. And next thing I know... They're in the final four, oh, wow. so they're, they're in the semifinals. Um, so they're back a third week, so we keep driving up to San Bernardino. In the semifinals, uh, we win handedly 3-0, um, and then we, we, we won the finals. Oh, so, wow. And by we, I mean, I had nothing to do with it, but, but her team, was a very good team, ended up winning the state's cup.
0: Oh, wow, that's so awesome.
1: At the highest level, it's called the uh, President's Division. So, yeah, I was, I mean, you know, I want to say win or lose, but certainly winning is is even more fun. But to be playing at that level, they're running off with like a five-foot massive trophy, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be something in terms of a memory that she cherishes forever. So that is my GTR. That was uh, sweet to be a part of.
0: I bet that's really awesome, and congratulations to your daughter for sure.
1: Yeah, in the I, I wasn't going to say this, but I'll share it. In the semi, she she put in two goals, and uh, I think she might have even had an assist. So, anyhow, it was it was fun. It was super super fun. So today, do you know what we're going to talk about?
0: Well, I do because you told me just a little bit ago. <laughs> so yes. We That's are right. And I, and it's actually, I think a great topic to actually be discussing because it's something that can hold, you know, it, it's a challenge that we all face really.
1: Well, it's funny. So I'm calling it the eighth <laughs> as in eighth wind, um, as in when you have to tap into your second wind or your third wind. And the reality is I probably could have stopped at second or I could have stopped at 15. I'm just picking a number here, but I think the the problem or the the question statement for ourselves and why I wanted to discuss this is are we are we pushing ourselves hard enough? And I know some people are probably immediately gonna be like, whoa, whoa, I'm I'm working way too hard. I'm too stressed. Um but then that brings us to another discussion point, and that is challenging our assumptions. So in order to have this talk, I have to probably say two things one is um, as a disclaimer i'm I, <laughs> I'm not a doctor and I'm certainly and I'm not a physical fitness advisor and I'm certainly not advising anybody to go out and try to run 20 miles and kill kill themselves so I just got to get that disclaimer out of the way you want to do any super exercise program you consult your physician right we got that we got it got it Noted. so but Having said that, I can, and to just bring this personal, I can recall a time, let's say when I was 32-ish, where I laughed at people who jogged and I thought it was the silliest slash stupidest thing I've ever seen. Um, and I say that because I was like, look, I love to play sports. I love to run for a purpose, like chase a ball, right? Mm-hmm. Um but the idea of just <laughs> just running to run seemed really, really stupid. So what I'm getting at is that that was a kind of a major assumption or bias. I just had a, a story in my head. And the question is, what are the stories we have? So what pushed me out of that was, as you know, Nick, when I asked that, that kind of bucket list question. If I were to die tomorrow, what would I most regret not having experienced? Well, strangely enough, one of the top items was the Ironman. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, next thing I know, <laughs> a few years later, I'm I'm running regularly as part of training for an Ironman. So. We'll get into the eighth win concept or second win, third win in a, in a moment, but are there any assumptions, and I know this is a broad question, so I don't need to mean to blindside you, but any major assumptions you've made where you've had a shift, whether it's been over 10 years, five years, whether it's about business, um, any biases you've set up or stories you've told yourself?
0: Um, well, I think a big one is just uh – especially business-wise has just been knowing that uh r- the assumption that I don't necessarily I'm not an expert or that I can't necessarily uh you know put my information out there into the world and teach people things that I know and it's just been a long kind of road to actually realize hey yes I do uh have some expertise in certain areas and I should be putting that expertise out into the world and so now it's 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 been a slow process from from very early on but it, now I'm able to actually sit down record videos record podcasts you know things like that and actually write blog posts uh and it is still something that kind of holds me back a little bit but it's something that I'm slowly starting to get over
1: so i that is incredible um and i love that You shared that. It's this idea. I think I've heard it called the imposter syndrome.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yes. And so I I just got to say, I mean, I can totally relate to that in that, you know, the habit factor was born out of these these goals I set. And then next thing I know, I'm studying. And it's not next thing. It's over four or five years. I'm studying habit and I'm writing a book. And... (laughs) And I shared that same sort of, like, I'm regarded as this the habit guy or the habit expert. And, and so you're scratching your head, and the answer is you, you are. I mean, I know how, how well-versed you are in podcasting. And, and I think the answer probably is when it comes to habit, having authored this book and spent so many years writing about it, um, you know, it's a dubious kind of title, but, but this, this idea that what is, what is an expert? If you, if you study something 15 minutes for a day for five years, chances are you're going to be well versed in the topic. Absolutely. So I love that you brought that up as an assumption and, and it's kind of a tangent topic, but excellent because it allows people I think, to challenge their assumptions. So brilliant. Awesome. I'm going to move to um, a quote here. Sounds good. To get, to get back to this eighth wind idea. And it's a quote that's in the app. And it's, <laughs> it says, if you're going to doubt something, doubt your own limits, have you ever heard that?
0: I haven't. I like that quote though. That's it's really good. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm.
1: And and it fits really well, so I'm going to bring it back to this this Iron Man idea or concept. So um it ends with a a 26-mile run, right? And not having run you know a 5K the limits immediately were set up, like there's no way or how do I do this? And I can assure you that when you go through this habit factor process of planning, acting, recording, and reassessing, right, par, you can build that habit strength over time. So I can recall um, on the way the trainings would go uh for much further along like somewhere say i gave myself 9 months well 6 months in i tried to and i and i did at what's called a half ironman right so all the distances are half and just after that i had to start setting some big runs and i'm just trying to re- reflect on the first time i hit one of those major I was running out here by my office on this stretch, and I was trying to do 16 miles, um, knowing that I'd just done whatever, the 13 and and the half. And somewhere around 11, you know, it was like I had to find that second wind. And shortly after that, (laughs) probably like mile 13, I had to find the third wind, and it just kept you just kept having to dig a little deeper and the reason I'm saying it is not to say wow check me out what I'm saying is it was like an awakening it was this idea that I had no idea there were reserves you could dig that deep and then it was kind of like you broke through an energy barrier and then there was more energy Mm -hmm. it I don't know if you've experienced anything like that, but for me, that's that's like exactly what it was.
0: Yeah, no, you know? I've, de- I've definitely had that same exact experience in uh, multiple different sports kind of or athletic areas. Yeah, that, I think that's the most noticeable is in athletics where you actually like, yes, that definitely happened, but I think it can also happen to, to a different extent when you're working on a project, for example.
1: I, and I love that you brought that up. So, you know, one of the examples I think I'm – "Quote unquote," borrowing this from from Brian Tracy, but it hit me as I was prepping for this. He he talks about imagine. So you just spend fourteen hours at the office, right? Mm-hmm. And you come home and you are just wiped out. You have zero energy. You're spent. You can barely flip on a TV and throw something in the microwave. And then you get a phone call from somebody. And the person tells you <laughs> you just won ten million dollars. How much energy are you gonna have?
0: Uh, quite a bit, quite a bit.
1: <laughs> and and so the question is what you know, where did that energy come from? You were you were wiped out, you had nothing. Right?
0: Oh, right, exactly.
1: So so where did it come from? How is that I, possible?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's I think it's just a state of mind, really, it, especially in that situation. It's just changing your state.
1: That's beautiful. I think that's where I was going. Yeah, and so much of this, it's it's this mentality that, um, again, and then it goes back to challenging your assumption because you have this story in your head. I'm so wiped out. I'm so wiped out. I'm so wiped out. You tell yourself, I'm so wiped out. I'm so wiped out. Get home. I'm so wiped out, so wiped out. At some point, it's a story you buy into and you believe. And I'm not saying it's not the case, but but I think that's a good example of showing you that, as you say, a state, your state can change instantly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So that's awesome. Um, here's another quote for you, also out of the app. Laziness is nothing other than developing the habit of quitting before you are tired. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> that, that, that's so, another good one I've never heard before. But like it's a that.
1: good one. Yeah, it's probably not as applicable as the uh, setting your own limits, but that's great. Um, so so that's what I wanted to talk about. We don't need to – I, I kind of wanted to keep this semi-short-ish, but, but the idea, I think the takeaway, Nick – is for the reader slash listener, and that reminds me I probably should have done a shout out. I'll do it on the next one. Um for the reader slash listener to challenge their assumptions, whether it's I'll never run, it's stupid, or I'm not a good reader, or I can't read fast, or I can only listen to audiobooks, or you know, I I can't eat green vegetables, you know, whatever it is, challenge those. And then also challenge what the limit you believe, the, the perceived limits you have set for yourself. In other words, oh, that's going to take a week to write that report. You may or may not want to do this. But you can certainly say, you know what, I'm going to do that in 48 hours, mm-hmm. and and that's going to obviously challenge you and challenge your uh, your what am I trying to say here? Your your not just your persistence, but your resilience and. Um, your determination and all these things if you can compress the deadline, right?
0: Yeah. And so, Martin, is that really the best way to just kind of to keep making those more extreme challenges? Is that the best way to really start developing that, you know, eighth win?
1: I i think it is, yeah. I think it starts with, you know, God, I, it's a great question, but but I think what happens is we lull ourselves – and I know I've done this. I mean, I'm not preaching here. We're, we lull ourselves into a state of complacency where, or comfort. Yeah. So, so comfort, look, everything that drives our, our decisions <laughs> and our behavior is essentially based on the pleasure principle, right? Avoid pain, seek pleasure. So the challenge is rewiring that a little, and so I like how you phrase that. It's almost like developing the habit of the eighth wind, right? It's, yeah, exactly. It's like it's not going to happen overnight, and maybe that's why I picked the number um, because it can get stronger. You know, maybe it's a second wind, the first month, but but ultimately you can you get better at at digging deep and becoming more resourceful. Which, by the way, was the word I was looking for. So that is. Excellent. Yes.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Martin, thanks so much for a great episode. Do you have any final words to kind of close us out here?
1: Um, God, do I have another quote for you? Oh, kind of. Yeah, the <laughs> – except for – I hope I didn't bat- batch it. I, I think this is certainly relevant. It's life doesn't necessarily get easier. We just get stronger. So certainly applicable when you can build that, that tolerance level, that resourcefulness, things just seem easier, but really it's just that you're stronger. So we'll leave it at that. Challenge yourselves, challenge your assumptions. And uh, I think that's it for now, Nick. Great job.
0: And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Habits to Goals podcast. I'm so excited that you could be here with us as we explore the habit factor and how habits can actually change your life. We'd love to hear what your big takeaways were from this episode. Simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash podcast. you can find all the episodes, all the previous episodes and the show notes there, as well as all the resources that were mentioned in this episode of the podcast. I also really want to encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or whatever podcast player you listen to because we are delivering a brand new episode to you each and every single Monday and I don't want you to miss a single one. So simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash iTunes and leave uh, and subscribe there we'd also really encourage you if you enjoy these episodes the best way to show your appreciation is to simply go leave a review on iTunes because that helps so many other people find the podcast and realize that this is the podcast for them that could really have an impact in their life their business and in just their happiness and wellness so thank you for tuning into this episode remember to go out there and create habits that lead to your success.